Hey there and welcome to another episode of It's All Music, the music interview podcast with Kerry, Henny and Quirky, your hosts, the H-Bomb, Owen Hennessy, co-hosts Mike Carey and me, Dave Quirk. Today we're sitting down with a man from Liz Gould in East Cork, a man who comes from a very musical family, starting out very young, but doing very well in a band with that family, playing gigs and shows far and wide, gaining huge recognition with the result of ending up on the Late Late Show here in Ireland, the Ellen Show in the US and many more TV appearances, singing and playing guitar in this new wave country and western, country and Irish show band style, this man, a rock and roller at heart, added a comedic and energetic element to his entertaining performances, catering for all ages and still does to this day, playing in bands and doing solo gigs on the pub gigging circuit. A man who likes his music gear, a man who likes his vintage tractors, and a man who would put any professional gymnast to shame when it comes to his dance moves. Please give it up for and welcome Mr. Derek Burke. Here comes Derek Burke, Derek Burke, Derek fucking Burke. I don't know, is that accurate? I felt like we were um, we were on the Sunday game for a fella to puck in the ball. <laughs> everyone, nobody hears it before they start, and everyone's like, uh, I won't lie. You know, I did Google a bit. I did rob a bit of text from. Ah, uh, no, Dave, online. you had all that learned off already. You I know, know all yeah, that yeah, from, yeah. from. I just back thought, yeah, and I just said, and it just flowed. <laughs> You're a topper, Dave. Yeah, very good. Derek Burke is with us on the It's All Music podcast, sitting down for a chat. Now, this man has an extensive uh, media interview uh, experience, and he's done a lot. He's excellent in an interview. Uh, he's done all the big ones, but he's sitting down with three uh, lads that he knows now, but myself, Mike, and... Uh, Thanks for slumming David. it. Slumming it. With slumming it with the losers. <laughs> <laughs> well, lads, fucking knock it down. You'll enjoy this. I'm on with G tonight, which is the main one for me, and I'm on with oh. Jennifer Zamparelli in the morning on 2FM. Uh, uh, so we'll, do the, we'll do the good-looking one tonight. <laughs> but you, but you, are, oh, you are the main. You're the main ones. You're the main ones. That's Come here, um, whatever media training you've gotten over the years and whatever you've been taught to forget about now and sit down and have a chat with us we'll have a good chin mate for the next hour or so just for, for those who, who want to know Mike Carey is after producing a bag of what are called flips a different <laughs> different treat every week so mixed, mixed chocolate pretzels David Quark they're good you'd stand in the snow for a minute <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try one now. Do, have one now. And I, I talked to Derek. Derek, gigging, your diary is packed. There's nothing like it. We're still looking on the internet at your current lineup of gigs. They're going from pub gigs to charity gigs to things like that, band gigs. You kind of do an awful lot of solo stuff. That's where you're living at the moment. But right now, I want to talk about the beginnings of music. We know your family were a big influence on music. But when you were young, what do you remember? Your earliest memories of music in the house, what was it and how did it affect you? Obviously, uh, you ha- you must have some memory of music. And what can you remember of that? Yeah, music has always been there. On, um, since I've been knee-high, there's been music always in our house. So when I would have been a very, very small boy, um, I would have started off dancing in front of the television, watching Elvis Presley. That was my probably my earliest memory. At least you can admit it. I'd yeah, like to yeah. take this moment to say that I did that as well. Yeah, yeah. Right? Probably a, little, a lot of us A little it. toy guitar. I remember there's a picture of me at home with it when I was three years of age. Yeah. And I had this toy guitar from three to about five. And if there was a song I'd like on the radio, I'd be hopping around the place with this toy guitar. 
they eventually had to buy me a real one when I got of age, like because I had the old toy one worn out. Like, like, worn out. Well, my that's, that's. my my mother and father done as they bought a video camera when we were very very small, and not many people had it now. Say I'm 31 now. This yeah. is going back when I was three or four years of age, and they had a video camera. VHS. and and they oh. and they recorded us. So we have loads of it. And my mother often says we probably have more videos of ye when you were small than you have of your own gang now. Yeah. You know, Fair none of us probably have any. Like Fair we have loads of stuff on our phones, but we don't actually have it documented that we could yeah, show them yeah. in twenty years' time. But all those videos are there. So there's a video of me at home when I was four years of age, and Elvis is on in front of the television, and I'm there, and I'm doing every move that Elvis is doing. No. Probably like me as I was got a bit older. But um, we have all that, and my, my mother was very, very big into all those things. All the shows we done up along the way. Say, um, like my mother didn't start playing until I was about nine years of age that she went out on the road as a one woman bent so before that it would have been more like um, score and that kind of stuff Scoring. but we've all that recorded of us on stage it, yeah. my sister would have had the big voice and would have uh, done well in score uh, I used to be going up and I just wanted to more go up and I couldn't stop the feet or the hands moving yeah. and that's not what score is about so I never really got very far in score in singing or playing guitar but then we done um, a Rosa Tralee um act where there was uh, I was Marty Whelan and we had all the, the girls coming onto the stage and of course as you can imagine now being scored there was chaos things were going wrong as in for the, the act that we're doing but we got very very far with that um, with that, that with that act and that gave me the first I suppose um, it gave me the first kind of light that I was enjoying it I really started to enjoy it at that time as I got a little bit older then when I got when my mother started playing um, we used to go out and we used to sing a song or two and I wasn't um, maybe getting as big a buzz as, as I thought I would be for a while until I got to around 13 or 14. My mother decided she was going to record an album. And she was saying to me at the time, um, no, my sister was mad to do the album. Um, we, we would have been 13 when we were talking about it. It was 14 when the album uh, w- the album was recorded. That was the very first album we'd done. And uh, my mother said to me, Go on, you'll have to sing something on it. Like people will expect you to sing. So I sang two sang two songs on that album. Um, my sister done I think four or five, and my mother done the other three or four or whatever was on it. So we had the the album launch when I was fourteen years of age in Cades County in Glenville. Oh yeah, and there was yeah, over yeah. five hundred people on the night. That was the biggest crowd we had ever ever played. The gear was small. Oh my god, the pressure was just unbelievable. We didn't expect such a big turnout on the night, but people wanted to come out and support us. Yeah. What, what a place! Night. What a place for supporting music, Cades County for years. Though, Absolutely, like, and yeah. social dancing to rock and roll to country to, to everything. everything. Yeah, even pub guys. And Did that's you, where I got my first, first real feel. My my first real run out. So I went up on stage that night, and um, my mother thought I was just going to sing, but the Elvis moves just came out of nowhere. I don't even know where they came from myself. It wasn't rehearsed or anything. I just started doing the dancing and the audience were loving it and I got the... Buzz I got yeah, that feeling. That was, the, that was the night I was like, oh my God, I love this. Yeah. So my mother was starting to get... Before that, when I was... As I said, she's on the road since I'm about nine years of age. Um, and when I was about... So from nine to 11, for the first two years, she was only getting off the ground. And then from 11... To, until, for the next two years probably until I was about 13 she started to get very very busy then the bars were all ringing her and her diary was getting very busy and I used to go out and sing the odd night as I said um, but 
once once we got to once once we done that album launch and the, our CD then was playing on C103 a lot she started getting into the dance venues and that's really where she wanted to go yeah. and I started going doing the dance venues with her and um, I was out then two three nights at the weekend every Jesus, weekend yeah. um, and I just kind of naturally progressed into it from there then can I ask how, how did she start though like she didn't start till you or she didn't start she being did two or nine or something no like so my my mother always played the the accordion was her first instrument or, or the accordion okay. um, and she used to actually she, every year when uh, Nakraha so my mother's from Limlara and the, the next parish alongside yeah. them was Nakraha and she would go over to Nakraha to their um when they'd have their, um, do you know, at Christmas time, they'd have their Christmas concert. And my mother was the one that used to be brought over to back all the singers. Now, that was before the times of any PS. There was literally a microphone put up to the, yeah. you know, and there was a yeah. microphone up on the stage. And my mother used to back the singers. She had two accordions. So one would t- had one lot of keys. The other one had the other lot of keys. And she just pick up, which if she couldn't get the key in one, she'd pick up the other one. And that's how she started off. And she always... She was always acting as well. She would have done a lot of acting with Shauna Hearn and these lads who would, Sean, yeah. Yeah, who would have been very professional actors. And uh, my mother used to do a lot of acting and she always loved the stage and she used to sing in a lot of song contests. And my mother actually got asked to go with a few bigger bands when she was younger, when she was in her 20s. She got asked to go with a few bigger bands um, to go out on the road and to go full-time at it. Um, but her parents were a bit afraid... They felt that, you know, a young girl going off in a van with four or five fellas and yeah. going all around yeah. the country. And I suppose that's kind of, you know, that's she look, she didn't want to go against her parents either. Um, it wasn't that they said no, but, you know, they were voicing their concerns. Well, sure, I suppose, even, you know, it just she just felt she just it didn't happen for her at that time. Yeah. But she always had it in her mind that she wanted to be on stage. Too far, they weren't too far off. If my daughter wanted to do it, I nearly want to go with her. Mind or mind well, kids are if you want to do it now, like we know different now, you'd be still. I know. I think there's, there's um, I I do admire women in this in this game, that yeah. are going out doing the pub scene and stuff like that. Especially like it's no joke. It's no joke, lads. It's, it's no. Like we were saying we were yeah. even getting guests for this podcast. Like it's it's a male dominated sport. It like is, it yeah. really is. It know? is. That's yeah, because no, it's tough for women to break in because you know you're going into a pub with drunk people. You know no. That being said, 99% of gigs will be fine. Yeah, Everyone yeah, you meet yeah. will be lovely. Yeah. There's always that clone, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There is, yeah. I often say too, like a, a fella can go in there and he can sit down behind the microphone, play the guitar, he can have a t-shirt on with a pair of jeans and a pair of runners. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's kind of nearly expected as a girl that you have to be dolled up to the nines like, yeah. you're, like you're ready for the red cap, but you know. You have to be judgmental. If, like if there's a fella bothering you as well, you can do yeah. a dot, as Dot Tobin says, turn around and tell him to fuck off. Yeah, but a girl yeah. might find out a little bit. Of that. No, they're able to do it. There's something they're able to do it. Right, yeah. Lads, I have to mention someone, right? Um, I don't know if you ever saw a band called Bedrock. They fronted a girl, a girl called Jenny, Jenny O'Keefe. Did you ever see her? No. I saw her setting up a PA. Seven months pregnant, Stop, loading in Christ. gear, and singing, and smashing the gig like. <laughs> you know when you see that. And you don't it's see too like, many. You don't see too many. You don't see too yeah, many of yeah. that. But your dad would be. That's impressive. Like you know. Jesus, for proper order. Fucking maternity leave me there. You mentioned it. <laughs> you mentioned Elvis there. 
That's how influential is Elvis like to all Jesus. of us. You know, it, it's it's kind of worn out every time you see a TV show about Elvis and talk oh, about iconic. the most iconic and the most yeah. influential. But, but if you think about it, he, he was. was like, Henry, you know? yeah, he was. Every he started house. it. Yeah, he fucking invented the rock and roll star, didn't he? he? Well, he took he took the blues music and the gospel music that the the, the, the African American yeah. community were doing. Yeah, and, and brought, he brought it to, it to the masses and. Yeah. We have we wouldn't have a Rolling Stones. We, we wouldn't, wouldn't we wouldn't have rock and roll now. No, yeah, but when you hear those guys, the Rolling Stones and the guys from that era, and they were list like music on the radio, my little two brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. next thing he came came on, and you heard yeah. him for the first time. But you're hearing him telling that story, and you kind of go, "Well, our generation has loads of music, but yeah. he still had an effect when you heard him for the first time." You kind of like, "What the fuck is yeah, that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, you know. as he says, "Start dancing without even knowing Absolutely. that you're dancing." Yeah, 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 it's yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. he had it all. Though. He, he had it all. Possibly yeah. good looking too. He was, like, <laughs> and it does help. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I wouldn't know. Does yeah. it? <laughs> does it? <laughs> <laughs> but he, it, it is. It, uh, we watched a movie. I watched a movie with my missus there recently, and she's a big fan of that actor. That that. Portrayed Elvis in the recent oh, right, right, okay. yeah. Holland is his name, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holland. <laughs> One of the Hollands. <laughs> From Edomora. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he, but he said, uh, he yeah. said, um, she was saying that, like, Elvis, that there was old clips of Elvis and that, and comparing them to the new stuff, like, you know. And she mentioned that, like, he was. He was an impossibly good-looking man, yeah, like, and he then he's singing, yeah. and uh, he's got the gemstone suit and all of that. Like he made all the mistakes too, didn't he? For everyone else, he did. Yeah, it's the first he time he did. Like, he yeah. was the first to do the rock and roll lifestyle as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, and it finished him in the end. It took yeah. its toll. Yeah. He, so your influence was rock and roll before it was country, country and oh, Irish. It's, it's always been rock and roll, and you're still yeah. a rocker ah, at heart. I played with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll always be rock and roll. There's nothing yeah. like yeah. a twelve-bar blues no. for, uh, uh, progression and, and you know it just brings the gig up a couple of notches yeah, like, yeah. and, and uh, you see the thing about it is I, as I said it was Elvis when I was really really small and then as I got older I figured out Brendan Boyer yeah. who, from the Royal Show Band who had the Huckle Buck yeah. um, and again like he had all the dance moves he was the mm. biggest band in Ireland at the time in the yeah. 60s like I was and these were all my influences yeah. and I went to see Brendan loads of times and got to perform with him then on many occasions afterwards which I never would have expected that's but, great yeah. um, it's, it's always been rock and roll and it always will be rock and roll really for me I love country music yeah. I love different types of music but rock and roll would be where my yeah. heart would lie like it always has been do you ever find that uh, it's amazing that you get a good bunch of musicians in the room? I was talking to some recently about it. Uh, it was about uh, Darren Bunce uh, that you played with mm. and played together. And Darren and Derek, similar taste of music. Darren will go home and put on Jim Tobin and Firehouse. Like, he'll oh, yeah. go home and listen to all <laughs> yeah. showmen's. Like, you know, yeah. He's like, just yeah. sit down and try on Joe Dolan. He was inside. It was a charity event in Middleton Charity do when we were all in there. And Niels, who plays with us in the Hollies, is another drummer. So... Niels was in a band called Bisect. You can pull them up after, Dave, if you want. <laughs> Bisect lads are uh, original. Original Social dancing. <laughs> <laughs> they Stopped a, it off in case, can't <laughs> They're a grindcore band, like. They're the heaviest. Really? Um, and you know that really fast drum Yeah. Double yeah, yeah. bass, double flash. Yeah. So the two boys are sitting in there, right? 
Chalk and complete cheese. Chalk and cheese, you'd imagine. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's two drummers sitting down talking. Two boys get on like a house on fire. Yeah, you yeah, ever yeah. notice that, that music it transcends the genre of what you're playing? Mm. In my book, a gigger is a gigger. And you can... Of course. You, you know, it's common ground no matter what, oh, what you do. Yeah, absolutely. No matter what you do. Like, yeah, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, you were saying about Darren, and Darren would have... Like, I've often played gigs with Darren, as you know, and uh, as Bunce, as I'd call him. And when, we, like... What Bunce loves is just say we were playing like we played for a few things now like um, you know maybe a gala dinner dance or something like that and it could be all older people at it yeah. and they you'd have to do the three waltzes the three so quick three steps sisters, the yeah. three fox trots and because of my background in social dancing and all that there's no problem I have all the quick steps the tangos whatever they want I can do them all I have all those songs and I just start pulling these songs like if I didn't have a dime and all these ones that nobody would know I could start listening to songs and none of you have heard them and Bunce would we'll be smile. behind and he'd we'll smile from ear to and you know Bunce was after drumming to that at home yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. and he left all the stops and everything because ah, he know them all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in his element in yeah, his element yeah, yeah. I book across the board Excellent. an awful lot of musicians but the guys from the social dancing background right Daniel Leary yes, he won't mind me saying right mm-hmm. uh, those guys from that background tend to be the most genuine you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You've you never you there's, there's never ever ever been any hassle anywhere with anyone from that background. You know, West Cork or East Cork. You know, or North Cork. You know, Boy, it's just a, it's, it's the culture that it's goes the culture with that goes it. with it. It's like yeah, it's kind of yeah. like it's social, isn't it? So I suppose I like, suppose. like <laughs> your, your men's band is fucking probably anti-social, fucking <laughs> dancing. Isn't it? Like, like it's yeah. Do you know what yeah. I see about like? Say you you mentioned Danny there and all right. I would kind of count myself and Danny probably two of the similar ones together. Like when we yeah. play a music or whatever, we'd be doing quite similar songs. The same as probably you, Mike, when you would have been playing yeah. um, all, all up along, um, and and probably goes for every one of us. But what I see, right, you go into a bar and you play music, right? Like what I see about it is, especially if it's going to be twelve o'clock at night. I what I'll do is I look at an audience, right, and if. If there's an 80-year-old sitting over in the corner and you have a 20-year-old sitting over in the corner, if you sing The Wild Rover, you're going to take the box with both of them. Exactly. Yeah. True. You know? Yeah. You sing yeah. Sweet Caroline at quarter past 12 at night. You're yeah. not going to go wrong with it. Like, yeah. do you know? Okay. They're safe songs. And that's from the social dancing scene because we know those. It's all Irish songs anyway in that But scene, that means you know? to me that the younger people are easier to please than the older crowds. They are, they yeah. are easier they to please. Yeah. yeah. Like, we used to play... So, as I said, we started off in social dancing and, like, I learned so much from social dancing. It was the toughest scene you will ever, really? ever play. Really? It's so, so tough. No. It's really, really tough. In, in the sense, sense of... The standard you're playing, you're playing to ballroom dancers, okay? Then, so, like, yeah. they are the best dancers. So, if they say to you, like, well, they won't say it to you, right, but you'll start off, right, and you'll start off the, you'll start off the evening always with... You'd start off, you'd come out, like, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You could nearly put it on a tape, right? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Derek. I play, and this is my mother, Mary, and this is my sister, Jarvla, Chris, it's We're going to start off the evening with a nice little quick step, a little one. It's called, we'll say, The Pretty Little Girl from Oma. And you'd count it in, you know, one, two, one, two, three, you know, and you'd start off with But the thing about it is, right, if you were too fast, they'll come up and they'll complain to you. If you're too slow, then you could play in one place. Like we used to play on a Saturday night we'd play on the Rackarmack Inn and the Rackarmack Inn now over the road and I have to mention in Cades County about 10 times now we played we played loads yeah. of places but over the road you'd Cades County now on a Saturday night you'd play for the very same crowd in the Rackarmack Inn and they love to have their they love the quick steps 
few waltzes, few foxtrots, but mostly quick steps, and they love the rock and roll that night. But you went to Cades County then on the Sunday evening. No rock and roll. No rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah, never, yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. I would never do the hook and buck no. there. It just wouldn't be. It it's wouldn't not for a Sunday. It's for a yeah, Saturday night. Like, yeah. like again, it was all like of course. Was that the, the venue or venue and the people? But they all have very much their own. Like you go around and like everywhere, like oh, down this side of the country, they do a thing called the slash. I don't know if you ever hear yeah, the slash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, like it'd be like something like, um, is this the way jam? Or so it's like where they do, where they do. It's like a line dance basically, and they do a slash. But, um, but the slash thing wouldn't be up the country. That's a very much a monster thing. Like that wouldn't happen up the north. They they do line dancing, but it wouldn't be. They wouldn't do the slash. And you go around different parts of the country. Down this side, it's three quick steps. Three waltzes, three fox, three fox trots, sets three of three steps, sets of three. You go up the north, five quick steps, two waltzes. But what I learned an awful lot from that was I learned an awful lot about my timings. I learned about exactly the way, like I could be singing the Wild Rover tonight inside in a bar, right? And I could be, I could be playing it away, right? And I could be doing it like too fast, right? I could be doing it like I've been a Wild Rover for many the year, and next thing I'll see some elderly couple walking out, right? And I'll see them coming, and I'll know I'm going way too fast, and I'll just go back. And I spent all my money on whiskey. That's only just because of the, I done the social density. Yeah, and if I yeah. see those kind of ballroom people coming back, I'll be like, oh, they'll come and give out to me. Otherwise, yes. <laughs> I need to slow it down. Are you know? straight? But I just set got good dancers for that reason. Set dancers, set dancers coming up when we ahead with journey had for later gigs, and their mother would come up. They wouldn't come up. Yeah, yeah. and she'd gather them, and she'd tell us like she, whatever she agree and slip jig whatever she yeah. wanted, like but like. We're a bar band at the time, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she really wanted what she wanted, and yeah. she, she didn't get it ninety nine percent of the time. And like, you yeah. might be there too the guitar, and they're already on the floor. Not no and music. They're, they're, they're ready, like they're ready. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. ready to go. Well, and that's why I find bars so easy, you know, like bars, in the sense yeah. of like yeah. nobody's ever going to come up and give out to you over no, those things and that. Not those but things. What no. I would say is, it gave me a brilliant understanding of Time timings yeah. and music and just. Yeah. I suppose even just from a dancing perspective, because I, I I can jive, I can waltz, I can do all those things myself, and I always loved actual dance. Again, being up on stage, I always liked moving. I always loved dancing, but the social dancing gave me a great grounding in understanding um, how that dancing scene worked. That's and a great I've yeah. played in bands through the years, and we wouldn't I wouldn't have played in many dance bands, but mm. we would have you know dinner dance might come in, and you'd have to fucking learn your waltz. You'd have, you'd to, have to have a waltz. Get yeah. them yeah. down, yeah. and you would always spot. A couple that were proper dancers, you proper know. Dancers. And you, you mm. watch them. Away, you'd yeah. be playing, you watch them. You'd say, "Where yeah. are they going now?" You know, they were lovely to watch. Yeah, you knew yeah. when to, yeah. and you knew when to couldn't. As all, <laughs> oh, as yeah. not, like I don't do, I I don't have much time to be doing weddings anymore now because my diary would be, like my diary is done for this year and for next year now. But like <laughs> they they, <laughs> uh, I finished my one today. Actually, my set my two thousand twenty four is done. Now, is it? Uh, but, but, you can't get them, lads. You but, can't get them. Jesus. Uh, but no. But but that's the way I, I. That's the kind of gigs I want to be doing now. I don't actually really. I'm I'm happy enough. I've I've done all the bigger things now, and I've actually been asked to join a few of the bigger wedding bands yeah. um, and to front them and that kind of stuff um, but I've said no to and I got offered a very I get, a couple of years ago when I was when I was working inside in Derry Gold in Middleton uh, one, of the, uh, one of the country music uh, managers came into me and wanted to set up a meeting and to go back on the road and do the big thing and I said, no, nah, I have no interest. Well, I don't you like the pub store, aren't you? Well, why, I do. It, does it just, why, why, does it suit you better? You told me one time that you don't mind going on your own either, that you don't no, mind putting I the stuff mind, in the car. Yeah, I don't mind, no, I, I suppose, what I find is I'm, I'm married now, I have kids, I love to come home. And I always found when you're with a band or whatever, you know, it's kind of, 
you're away and then you might have, you know, you'll have two fellas that'll take down the gear, you'll have three more fellas that, oh, you know, and it just, it can drag out a night. Or, yeah. um, and this has been all, this has been the same situation all the way from, I've been since Crystal Swing right up to the end writer. Um, and I just, even doing weddings and that kind of stuff even even now, and I do the odd few weddings if it's for friends and that kind of stuff. Um, but I only literally do two or three weddings in the year now. I wouldn't do any yeah. more than that. And I just pull in the likes of Darren and the lads. But they're a long day. You have to be there early. Yeah. You, you do, wait. yeah. Like, they'll tell you the bell is going to ring at half five. We have 140 for the meal. And it's blowing Fernhill and Clannacilty. And you'll say, okay, Fernhill will literally roll that out. Oh, we'll have the speeches. They'll only be short. Next thing then, the speeches go on for an hour Always each. Way, yeah. Yeah. And you're there. Yeah. It, next thing then, it's quarter past ten and you're still not set up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been there since maybe half seven because you have to be on time. Pressure. And yeah. next thing then, it turns into a really long... Nick, you know, then you play for an hour. The food comes out then, so you have to stop for 20, 25 minutes. And it's just a long process. And because yeah. of what I... What I'm, I suppose, what I'm expected to do when I when I'm playing for a wedding, people want me out front and they want me dancing. And it's a very energy... It's a very, dr- like, you know, I'd burn a lot of calories and sweat in those yeah. two hours. Yeah. And the following day, like, I would be dead, oh, no. you know. Yeah. Whereas I don't well, have yeah. that now. Yeah. I don't yeah. have that now doing the one piece. I'm able to, and I know I sit down now, but that's because I have to play the things with my feet and, you know, the, the drum machines. And I have to be able to hit things. That's the way I kind of have my show set up. And I use the harmonizer a lot. And I find it's just awkward standing playing those things. Yeah. But because I'm sitting down as well, I'm not maybe burning quite as much energy now. And I'm very lucky I don't get any trouble with my voice, really. I would rarely, rarely, even when and I'm you're, sick. And you're doing I'm six nights a week. Like. Look, I would be doing six and then some of them would be doubles or even triples like that. <laughs> How is the voice? Yeah. But you, I suppose you say, if you're singing correctly, you've been trained yeah. to sing. I have, yeah. yeah, I yeah, went yeah. to, I went to, so I went to, when I was playing, when we were started off at Crystal Swing, um, and that started off when we, when the when the big time say kind of hit back in 2010, um, we, we, Put a full, we had a manager at the time and we put a full band on the road and we had really top class musicians playing with us. So our MD was Daniel O'Donnell's keyboard player who was his MD for 25 years and he was our MD and um, Raymond McLaughlin was his name and no. I was I was singing and saying he's now like he plays with Derek Ryan now at the mm. moment but um, at the time I was struggling a lot with my voice for the simple reason I was dancing so much and I was taking so much I was pushing my voice I was moving away from monitors um, I was using in-ears some nights I wasn't other nights um, the in-ears were fine but I felt I couldn't get the reaction off the crowd I couldn't hear, I hear the lot, people yeah. I couldn't hear the people and yeah. I feed off a crowd that's oh, the way yeah. I am I've always fed off a crowd and like I, even in my own setup no like it's literally less is more like I don't use a monitor or anything I find the less I can have around me and if my sound is okay I'm happy I don't need a lot but that's good. But anyway, I was having trouble with my voice anyway and would go down after three or four nights and I was finding then we'd have to drop the keys and oh, it was just turning out to be a mess, right? And so anyway, Raymond said to me, he's like, um, he's like, look, Daniel had trouble with his voice. There's a man in Tullamore, Kieran is his name. He's in the Tullamore School of Music. I presume he's still there if anyone is listening to this now and has trouble with their voice. Um, he said his name is Kieran. He is really really good he, like he would have taught uh, he would have trained a lot of people not just Daniel but I think he'd done the saw doctors and a lot of fellas like that and uh, um, Raymond said you, you should go to him so anyway I was like yeah definitely so Raymond made contact with Daniel got his number and um, so anyway I rang Kieran. I went up for one lesson at the time it was 30 euros for one hour I went up for one hour up to him and basically he stood me up just told me stand up and he had a, key, he had a piano in front of him and he just 
hit a note and it was just like just hit a we'll just say he hit a G and I just went ah like that and he had his hand in my stomach and he had his hand on where my Adam's apple would be and he just went and he just said keep going and he said right okay I can feel straight away and he said you're only breathing from your throat you're not breathing from your stomach Um, so he said that's your issue there straight away he said look quite common he said we'll be able to rectify that within a half an hour I was like whoa I was expecting I'd have to go up and down here 20 times to this man like you know so anyway um, anyway that was fine he he um he's again he we went back then and we started doing Dore Me Fasola Tito and he was telling me Dore Me Fasola and he could feel yeah he said look he said you haven't breathed once from your stomach there he said that pressure he said when you're dancing on stage he said that's all coming from your throat he said you want your voice wouldn't last at all doing that so anyway basically what he taught me was how to drop my Adam's apple and for it to come from my stomach from my diaphragm and basically like I can even do it here right he was like so like okay when I, when you talk, you talk from your throat, and I'm talking from my throat here. I'm not using my stomach, right? Okay. But now I'm talking to you, and now I'm coming from my stomach. Well, we'll, okay? I'll, well I'll try it. Hold I don't on. know. Uh, hang uh, on. Can you hear? My voice is my voice. My voice is slightly changed there. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 okay, yeah. slightly changed. But that's because I'm breathing from my stomach because you taught me how to. I've often okay. done it in a pub, trying to order a pint. <laughs> I just have a real muffly voice, and I'd yeah. be like, I'd be shouting. Do you do that? Do you try a pint? I think I'm doing it. It's a pretty exaggerated version. Come over here and I'll put my hand in your stomach. Yeah, and we're not. <laughs> one hand in your stomach and the other in the air. One hand on your ass. Yeah. So that's like you said, I dropped my Adam's apple. Now, yeah. That's, and you're not yeah, looking, I, now like, I can bring it back up again. It's all right. <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it just means that you can literally Go on. move it down, like. With what? Yeah. <laughs> with the muscles. With the only... muscles, yeah. With the muscles. <laughs> that would touch me. Oh, what are you going to use? All right, go on, Owen. Poor old Mike is like he's eating an apple here. Like, oh, so oh, but isn't, isn't that why when you see Freddie Mercury playing Wembley that time, that yeah. famous concert for Live Aiden, he's out and he's as skinny as a fucking rake. Yeah. But he has a belly. He's full air. He's, he's, using, he's not. He's breathing. He hadn't had a yeah. big eater like her. Yeah, belly, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the belly is. But that's oh. why he. Obviously, he, his diet. He was. Jay Fan was the practice. That's yeah, what it is, boys. Hey, Joey, the biggest fight. should be something around. Singing lessons, boys. Now, one thing I want to talk to you about is. I like your style because you stay true to your genre, even at a time maybe when it wasn't considered the cool, the cool thing, thing yeah, to do. Absolutely, yeah. It's you, and it's what you, what you know. You you get a lot of kind of snobs or get a lot of kind of armchair experts in this mm. industry that kind of will tell you, oh, oh I wouldn't did nearly look down their nose at something like that. But typically, they those people haven't done an awful lot in music at all Correct. anywhere, right? Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make is that. You are from a social dancing background. Mm-hmm. You are. Yeah. People can like that or lump it. Yeah. But I admire you for that. That that's you. You're not pretending to be anything else. No. How does it make you feel when you're when when you if you do if if, if no I'm sure you see some sort of stick that you might get online from these you know kind of music aficionados who have an opinion on everything. Does it bother you? Oh God, no, not at all. No, no, I, no, I wouldn't. I'm like a politician. It wouldn't matter if a person came in there and told me they didn't like me. Which this is, is this that's is fine. Like I'll just go and play some words, like or whatever. Do you ever notice that yeah. these opinions, like, there never be a musician said that? Yeah, typically nine, 99 musicians out of a hundred would be a friend of a musician in any yeah. genre, like I was saying earlier. But do you know those kind of guys? 
I'm not going to send in any particular type, right? <laughs> Would you ever meet a guy who goes de-edge from you too? No, he only uses a fix. He's nice, terrible. Yeah, or they turn, yeah, yeah, and he looks like comic book guy. And he <laughs> fucking leaves at home and his man and he did two gigs in eight years, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know what those kind of people, like, you know, that, that one is, that one really gets him enough as the one about de-edge from you too, like, do you know what? Oh, yeah, he, he's did, shit. He's in you too. Or he must be at least handy. Biggest man in the, in the world. <laughs> <Or> so, <laughs> something similar to that when somebody says, hey, he's playing the same old fucking 20 songs for the last fucking 20 they years. They're his songs. Yeah, but he's fucking rocking them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah, the man yeah. who made them. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't get those opinions out of gigging musicians. Basically, if I look at a, a musician, like I said, Derek, you've done the fucking road. You know what it's like to ah, be a sure. working musician. It wouldn't bother you what the likes of those clones say anyway. No, no, actually, even there, you know, you'd be going into places and you'd have maybe a musician who might come to see you and he'd be talking to you at the end of the night and he'd be saying, oh, I went to see Mike Carey last night. I went to see, oh, you know, and uh, Mike was good, no, but there was a fella on last week then and, oh, the sound was rubbish. Or, do you know, yeah. this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that really annoys me anyway, first, right? And, what, and, and then, they, like... I, I'm on Facebook I put up where I am I'm on Instagram I put up where I play I'm not a person though that goes trawling through where my care is playing tonight or where Owen Hennessy yeah, is yeah. tonight I saw I saw a poster of you having up the Hollies where your list of gigs was and I was well yeah. impressed I was like yeah. wow that's brilliant um, but I'm not that kind of person or I don't go I don't go like if I hear there's some fella playing over oh I wonder how did he get on over yeah, there now like you know yeah. that stuff doesn't bother me Looking all that bothers me is just that I make sure I go out and do a good job myself yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. worry about anyone else or I yeah. don't I don't um, another thing I do too is I never like I feel it's very important for me now right like I would say like a lot of people might have a certain genre they play of music and they that they that that's the clientele maybe that they that they that they're suited to we'll say you know a young band there and maybe just kind of 21 year olds to 35 year olds that's their yeah. genre whereas i have to be i'm in a very different situation i go into a bar right i'm going to have a person that's 80 or 85 years of age that has seen me so playing in social dancing they could be 90 they'll come to see me right yeah the same as i'm going to have a 21 year old then that'll come that's out as well thing. for the crack yeah. and i want to make sure that everybody goes away happy so what i actually do is if I play tonight for you, if I play tonight, say, for you, Dave, right, and I'm playing for a party for you tonight, right, and you have all your friends there and everybody's there, all right, and you're all, say, in the bracket between 30 and 45, right, we'll say that's your friend's age group, right, that, that's yeah. what your age group, I will play for you tonight, right, and I will, hopefully, that everybody will say, God, he was great, that we had a great night, right? Now, I'll be singing songs like the Black Velvet Band and, you know, uh, the Fields of Attenray, all the songs you know. But if I'm playing tomorrow night for an 80-year-old's party, I no, I try and actually keep my set somewhat the same so that if you walked into that party that you can still say that night, God, he was still good. Or the same that if the 80-year-olds came into your party that night, do you know if your yeah, grandparents yeah. or your mother or father is there? I just feel that if you have a show, it's like you too, you mentioned that they have the same 20 songs. Yeah. At least if you go to see them somewhere else, you have the same expectation. They should be the same. You're talking about consistency. Consistency. And I yeah. just feel I don't I don't want to go down that route of... And that's another reason why I never did, didn't want to go the wedding band route now that I'm happy with what I'm doing. Because if I go the wedding band route, you're kind of expected to do all the usual uptown. You, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah. look, 
That's not you. It's not me. And I don't want to be doing those songs because for the simple reason, if I have a person that's 65 or 70 years of age come in, they're not going to know that song. Are they going to know Sweet Caroline? Yes, they are. And and I try and keep as similar as I can. I'm not saying I do the same show every night because you have to vary it. But if I vary it, I try and do songs that people will all know anyway. That's a very um, full-on... Good, that's a good approach to bar gigging. Most lads don't really give a shite, I'd say. Yeah. Not they don't give a shite, but I'd say they'd be more nonchalant than that now. They just kind of. Fellas to be trying to be like obscure it, you know? as well. Some fellas yeah. do be trying to go out of their way to But be. to put an effort into a pub gig yeah. as a show, that's, well, I think that's song, probably rare. Have right? you seen it? It is no, a no. show. Like, I haven't, I haven't been Derek. I'm sorry, is, I haven't. <laughs> it is. Oh. Brilliant ah, no, From no, start no. to yeah. finish I know you said he was sitting down He's sitting down But it still has top energy you Well know? Yeah You know there's energy goes in And you can tell that there's a thought process Gone into the gig beforehand Because Yeah he obviously thinks a lot about it At home you know That's why I like your style Derek I like, I like what you play I've known you for years And it does get on my gripe A small bit When I hear some fellow Who's never done a gig Or never seen you Or never Talking that oh, because Oh yeah you ha- oh, If you want to You, you hear people Commenting on anyone And then you're like Did you go see him yeah. Oh no but he's watched a YouTube video Well don't watch a YouTube video You mentioned a while ago About musicians at your gig Who are going I was at my And I was at this And if you were Hmm. Well, you're not doing gigs if you're a musician. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> where, where were you from? Yeah, how are you here looking at me tonight? <laughs> yeah, 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 thing yeah, like that's that. it. It's generally from bluffers, I think. You know? I don't know about G2, but when I, it, like, just say I have a night, you know, the way we all have those nights and the sound just goes wrong. And you just like, oh, never had God. one. What? <laughs> <laughs> you never noticed, no. you mean? I'll <laughs> 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 tell you, my gear has always been 100%. And I often touch. say, like, even, okay, I've been working mixing boards all my life and I've been doing this and I've been, and that's why I try and keep my, even though I'm using, say, quality gear, I try and use, I try and keep it as simple as I can. Like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't want a big load. Like, I, I couldn't have, you know, and we have massive PAs at home. We've loads of equipment at home, but, you know, like, we've multi-core reels, we've everything. But I just like to keep everything as simple as I can. I, but if I have a problem with my sound of a night, and I'm not saying it would be, I'm never going to have any, I don't have major problems, but you know, you might just get, you know yourself, no, right? The guitar is picking up in the microphone and you yeah. get that dread at home. We yeah. all know that home. Low end, right? yeah. low end feedback. And you're, and, you're, and you're into your mixing board then and you have to go three sliders in, pull it back 50, yeah. 50 there, hertz, yeah. right? We all know that situation, right? That, it just, when I go home then, I won't be able to sleep. I often would come home, I would set up all the gear at home, the kids would be above inside in bed and I'd be at home too. Two, one, and maybe just hitting the top string to oh, see would wait, I get it. Are you going too far would, into Derek? No, I can't. You give I yourself couldn't anxiety, sleep. man. Yeah, I did. That I would help for letter. Yeah, so many nights. I'll tell you yeah. why you won't Come solve anything that way. Well, well, you'll be the same. Well, You're I describing something very, there. I'm delighted someone else did this. I had it just. be mental. I had it just before Christmas. I figured out my problem. My microphone was actually and dodgy right it's just it, it, ah. I hadn't I, I had been hearing this issue and it would come and go my microphone was actually the issue right so that's gone in the bin but I, I had one particular night and it was just kept I had this kept on it but I was able to pull back uh, the 50 the 50 hertz seemed to sort it enough I wasn't happy with my sound it was a bit tinny you know but look oh, I was getting through the gig the normal punter wouldn't notice but yeah. it mightn't just have had that drive that I like you know yeah. and I do like everybody to go away and say I had a great night okay so I came home, I was up to 90, went into bed, couldn't sleep, thinking about it, thinking about it. I didn't set up the gear, but I was thinking about it and thinking about it. what's wrong. I was like, I have to set it all up in the morning. Like, this isn't right. So I went into bed at three o'clock because it was far away. Anyway, five o'clock, still not asleep. I was like, I have to get up. So I went, got up, went for a shower, mind still going. What could it be? Anyway, 
No, couldn't do it. Had to bring in the gear. Brought in the gear at five o'clock oh, in the morning. For yeah. fuck. Yeah. I'm totally feeling specked on about this. Fella. But I'd be very. But I no, it would really, 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 really bother me. Really, really bother me. So I was there then trying out stuff. The kids were asleep upstairs, and so was my wife. And I was there then. Oh, for I was long. Just, just, but yeah. I, was, I was hoping, you know, like. I was getting it then as well when I planned the capo particularly and it was there then at least I, right. I'd see if I planned the capo yeah. I, I was like I wasn't making noise you know but I'd, I'd know if I planned the capo and I just hit the string and it was wooded bone you know that buzzing noise because yeah. I was getting all that stuff with it as well but anyway it turned out my microphone was the issue but I would be very very particular with stuff like that it would yeah. just drive me mad Terry and soundtracks one time saw me that a band is only as good as their weakest link which yeah. could include a faulty mic or a faulty lead so you could be the greatest collection of musicians in the world yeah. you're only as good as mm. the bad string on the bass the bad G string I on know. the bass yeah, and if yeah. that goes you're gone I you always know? feel yeah. I always feel like it, look I can put on a show or I can do whatever right that's that's fine but I always find it's it's sound is the most important part of the whole thing. It's it crucial. Really if the sound is go- if the sound is wrong, I certainly can't relax anywhere. I will not. No, you can't do a normal show. We're all the same. And that's why I'm kind of going back yeah. to. I was explaining the equipment I'm using there now earlier. Two You're P- simplifying. Two P fives. Tiny car desk. Very simple. One lead in, one lead out. But that's Microphone all the pub in. stuff no, needs. Still, still good quality. You want tiny card is the best, like or whatever. Oh. One of the best anyway, you know. But I just want it. Keep it simple. And you know what? It. it it works. Yeah, it does work. And do you it know does. what else it has that trumps the digital stuff? Actual knobs that you can turn on a desk. And I feel when you're a one-man band, if I, I'm not sure maybe some of you are using digital now, We're but I just feel as a... Okay. Yeah. Um, just as a one-man band when you're there and you're playing, right? And you say, right, I need the, the microphone. Not so much maybe the microphone because I know I'm even... And, but, you know, I, I I just need a bit more low end than that. And you can be literally there, right? You know, uh, I don't know. We'd say we're doing, um, you know, the um, ferryman or something, you know. Um, Streets down to the Liffey. You'll kiss away my worries from my one, two, three. You can do it in the one, two, three, four. Yeah. You can fix a problem within That's, the one, two, three, you four. Can. But if you're logging into an iPad. But if you're trying yeah. to go from one menu into another, yeah. you don't have that option. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, or it's even yeah. like, yeah. or I, another That's thing, I, I still use the old paper song book, like, you know, and I'm yeah. flicking the sheets. Yeah. But I know exactly where they are in that book, like, you know. Yeah. And yeah. if I have to go forward 30 pages or whatever there, you'd know, like, one, two, three, four, and you're flicking what, the pages. What colors right. are the books? I've, well, I actually, I've one big book. I've oh, one right. big book, but I just kind of know where everything is. We had is a fell on recently yeah. with a green book. Different books. I nearly okay. know. I nearly know by weight. You know when you yeah. Yeah. Well, my mother has <laughs> so a very well done. My mother has a huge book, right? Massive. And what she done was she stuck labels out oh, the side, oh, yeah, yeah. so, so she had fast yeah. set or yes, a slow yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do that. Now mine are kind it's of out of place, but I do know yeah. where they are. Do you know that kind do of? You know one thing I will say about the digital gear, right? I had a faulty mic recently as well, right? And now FM SM58 from sure. They mm. rarely go, but this one did go, right? And when you're looking at the the, the, uh, the operating system on the iPad and you're just doing your sound check like that, you can see the waveform in front of you. You can actually see the peaks and drops of your signal. like Okay. Right? So you can see the EQ, the parametric EQ, if you know what I mean. And Dan could see, oh, look, your microphone is fucked. Look, you're not getting anything from these frequencies here. So well, I yeah. didn't have to go okay, home at five o'clock in the morning and, and say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I will say that. And I have a digital desk at home. I have a pretty honest digital desk at home. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. be afraid of my lift use it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so
you're on your own. What have you got? You've got a vo- you got a vocal mic so and vo- your guitar signal and your stomp box, your drum, yeah. your vocal piece. harmonizer yeah. as well. Yeah, my my guitar. That just goes through. That's just looping through. Yeah. 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 So it's three channels. Is three it? channels. Yeah, three channels. That's, that's, Dynacard that's, desk that's good. with two with two two tops two, two and two Dynacard P five tops and the desk is powering. No them. monitor. No monitor. Just you did have a monitor for a while. No, I, I never use monitor as one piece. Never. And no. what happens when the speakers are gone right out in front of you? But you get it right at the start. Breathing from the belly. Uh, but for the but years, no, like I don't have a, no, I don't have an issue really. Yeah, well, I usually try and keep maybe one slightly nearer to me and one a bit further away. But if you're what I find, if you're in a, you know yourself. And another thing, actually, I suppose what I'd be very conscious of is if I have two speakers and one speaker is going one way, but it's kind of going into a smaller room, and the other one, in, you know, uh, the way you know the way, in bass, the other one is going the other way, then into the main one. Well, I push yeah. that one a bit more, then and that one maybe not quite as much because I find that's where you get a bounce off a wall and you get problems there again. You know, yeah. I try and split the sound a bit that way, right? but that's just with the slides. Because I only but started I using them. I started using the monitor fuck it, about a year ago because yeah. I figured out during COVID that my desk. The, I had um, I have two uh, 12 bins 12 mm-hmm. inch bins from Toman and two 10 inch tops that was, that was what I was using for a long time that was a great rig Par- lovely perfect yeah. for where I was, I, was I was using two EV um, you were using 12 inch and two Berenger and yeah. it was perfect they were great there was a great tumble and there was a great tumble it's yeah. just I used to find it just used to take a bit of time to set up every night because yeah. I was using Passive speakers, <laughs> an active, active bins. bins. I, found, I found if I had a big crowd and it was kind of quite packed up close to me, it would affect it. Sure, it wasn't north to, to go. So you were depending on the two ten inch. So that's why I got the the EVs, the five hundred watt, yeah, fifteen inch. Yeah. But then I realised, oh, I might use one of those tops as a monitor. See, can I? Yeah. Which I figured it out. Mm-hmm. But my gigs, fucking. I started enjoying gigs way more. Way you can hear yourself. Just hear it's yeah. lovely. It's a lovely experience when now, it's coming right I'd back. I'd have Jason yeah, yeah. with me playing yeah. the fiddle, so sometimes it, we just I just wanted the fiddle. Yeah, yeah. Have any of you tried yeah. in airs, boys? Never. Well, well I have them like yeah, because yeah, I used to use them. Yeah, I for actually, the big shows. I actually bought Daniel O'Donnell's in ears. Do you yeah. have them? Yeah. yeah. At the time when I bought them, they were so I'm 31 now. I would have bought them when I was 19, and I paid 750 euros for them secondhand. They were yeah. sure, but sure they was. are. Top of the range. They were top of the range. They were Daniel's old one. They were top of the range. But you just lose that feeling with the crowd. Dan Murphy got moles. Oh yeah, yeah. I have the moles as well. Put yeah, in his yeah, ears to, yeah. to, to, to so they specifically hit it. But the pro- but I just find you don't hear that crowd reaction. He's throws you know? them off. No, I see him halfway through a gig. He's, yeah, he's throwing them off. off and going put on my monitor, turn up to the sound engineer yeah. because first of all we do a lot. Of, you know, if you were inclined to chat with your bandmates on stage, you'd have to do it through the microphone if you were leaving your in ears. To hear him, yeah, because okay. you're only getting the feed. If you take off your in ears, you're not getting. You're, you're just getting what's on stage, because there's no monitors. It's way quieter on stage. So like, leads. I don't know how much work you've done in bands, but there is stuff said on stage that you don't want <laughs> everyone to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we can all vote for that. Don't I know it? <laughs> um, but what, what about are your you hearing? You know, doing tonight? <laughs> what's wrong with you? The thing, the thing about in ears yeah. is in ears are fine, right? Even if okay, if you can get over the barrier of not listening to a crowd, right? In ears are great if you have a sound man, like. But if you don't have a sound man and you're using in ears. And you're there, yeah, and you're yeah, playing yeah. a gig if you're on your own, right? Or even if you're if you're doing a full band gig, and you're the sound man, right? And you you're there doing sound five five fellas, and you're using in ears, and then you say, "Oh, I wonder what's the sound like out front, right?" And you whip <laughs> off the in ears to have one listen, but you know what? 
you're so deaf or whatever from listening to the sound in the in-ears yeah. by the time you take off those in-ears to have a listen and put them back and, on and put them back you you're don't gone. really even know what's yeah. is it right or wrong you know Derek I, I find that after tw- when I'm playing bass I do have my bass loud I know that I'm not yeah. rude I know I'm really <laughs> loud right but 30 minutes later 30 minutes into the gig I'm hearing something completely different, different to when, when I started because my ears have changed. Yeah, you know, yeah. your, your right. ears it just adapt to the environment mm. and you're getting less or you're getting more. They're, they're, you're, they're, they're trying to protect your hearing. Like they're yeah, trying to protect yeah. your eardrums so they're letting less in. Like, you know what I mean? So you're here, you're, you become part of the room. Like, you know, it changes depending on the room. Now, another thing is as well with pubs, doing pubs. Mm-hmm. This someone comes up, tries to tell you something or talk to you or give you a request. Oh, that's every you 10 do? minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I can't hear you. I've been here as in, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? yeah. uh, look, let's face it, anyone who wears in-ears uh, in a pub gig is a fucking dickhead. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much gear. A fine broad statement there for all. <laughs> that's for everyone. <laughs> you know who you are. If poor, if, if poor old Daniel O'Leary is listening and he's debating going in-ears now. Does he? Uh, well, no, he's talking about But that's for the weddings. That'll no, he's only doing for one piece for pubs. Yeah, 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 he'll do it once. Yeah, but it's it's very different. Too. He'll never do it again. What's the main reason? So, is it to protect your hearing, or is it to hear what you're doing? It's or to is he- it both. So, if you if you go down the route of you're a you're let's say you're a guitar player and a singer in a band, right? Mm. If you're on in ears, you effectively don't need an amp. You can just run everything into your in-ears. You don't have feedback either. You don't, you don't have that monitor. Yeah. You have complete silence on the stage. Okay. Not only the drum, yeah, so that, that's literally... You two play, there's no, there's no... It's pretty much silence. All you can hear is drum tapping because they're on triggers. You don't hear full <laughs> yeah. drum kit. So or if you are a, a lead singer out front and you're walking over and back to stage. Yeah. You know, if, you're, if you have two monitors on the ground facing up to you but the minute you move to the right it, it goes they're gone yeah. they're an advantage that way but it definitely it, it for me it changed the whole experience of that that's crowd. what I've heard before I when I'd finish a gig at a wedding or whatever I just I always hated coming home and having the tinnitus feeling uh, there's something about it in the nice morning I don't hate it, <laughs> oh, I, hate it I, I know, I know something's gone wrong and something is, and something's dying and that's another thing now since like, I started know. doing the one piece thing um, having a drummer behind you, it's yeah. like it's loud. Like a drummer it's is loud, loud like, especially you know, in and small you do venues, get that yeah. the tap in the head all the way home and the following yeah. day. But that's yeah. just yeah. The, the, the ear protectors. The not not in ear monitors now, but the actual buds plugs. Like they're great. They don't like you still hear everything. It's just way lower, you know. Mm, yeah. And they'll save you in the long run. Like I'm playing with a drummer. I'm playing with a drummer. I tried them, but I couldn't week, sing. Then I just found I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was pitchy, so pitchy. I was up and down. Right. Yeah. 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 I do. I do find it like I, I don't know. I was saying to Dave there, Corky on the way. Corky came to film some footage at a gig recently, and it. <laughs> It was a quiet one. You know that one if you bring a camera to a gig, there'll be no one at it. Like, and every other gig yeah. we've done in the past two yeah. months has been a rammed. Like, Before you know. and after. I and I've been, the, just the past two weeks, whatever's in the water or going on with people after Christmas, the gigs have been wild. So when yeah. they're wilder, you get louder, like, you know. That. You just naturally you do. Na- it. Yeah, the, you do, of course. Yeah. You, yeah. Ha- you, you are, because you want to get over even if you, you can't hear yourself but anyway, so you're going to turn it up Saturday to try and hear yourself. Nice in... JJ Carpenter's in Middleton, we were maxed out, like, you know. But do you think you needed to be? Could you have, like... Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, go on. Uh, did we need to be? Um, sometimes uh, when you're enjoying it, yeah, you overdo it. You, do, you don't need I just it, wonder, you know. do you have to have a bit of discipline just trust the sound check and just fucking leave it and there for the night? Like, or else... I always well, want to turn up my amp. Like, of course I do. <laughs> fucking, it's getting busy and well, I want to yeah, hear well, it well, now. The drummer's yeah. hitting harder, so I want to lift it. Like, so... You got it. But then everyone does and it's just a fucking Well, sound Yeah, you don't want to get in a battle of volume on stage with some our bases. Like where we play with most of our gigs now as an engineer, Adam and and and, and Barry. If you turn up your amp mid gig, will come up and turn it down. Like he's yeah. Barry Barry Shea from Mayfield is the sound engineer in Crane and Conkey. He he wants to enter it like because it's spilling out. Is it? Well, he's he's got full control over the sound of what the people mm. hear out, out out on the floor. Yeah. And if you go fucking with your amp on the stage, he loses that control. It's spilling out onto into the crowd, and That's what the crowd are then hearing isn't coming through front of house. It's coming from your amp down onto the stage. And, he won't be a happy boy, like. But you're, all you're trying to do is create the perfect experience when you're singing and playing. It all sounds yeah. class and you're yeah. coasting and all But everyone that thing, thinks like, it know? sounds class with more of them in it. That's the thing, like, you know. Yeah, do you know yeah. what the sound is better now? True, more like, of me. Yeah. In your yeah. case. <laughs> what I see through. This thing's more of me. The boys Just are more shit. more of me. Even turn down the lens. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they can go. If the boys want to hit home. Uh, I don't know about you. What I, what I, what I found actually recently, and I, I was kind of... I, I, but... I, I actually sometimes maybe when a place was very packed I was keeping my speakers too low I'm, yeah. I am now rising them and what I should have probably even been doing when I was using before I was putting the my 12 inch speakers into my 12 inch bins now if I rose them up the 12 inch bin would go yeah. top yeah, lower yeah, yeah, I should have yeah. probably brought them in in a pole and put them up and actually I'm funny I was pushing now I'm actually even even with a crowd in more I'm pushing my sound less because it can just go straight out over them yeah. whereas it was just too low that's yeah. where I'd see the disadvantage with the pole system. How high you can't put them up high, like. They are, you are, they are. You are where you are. I had and just, a, yeah, you're at right. least if you can rise it, yeah. it goes yeah. out over the heads. It just makes it easier for you to yeah. push volume. You know? That's why if I got rid of mine. The lovely Bose, the L1 or whatever oh, it's yeah, called. The pole system, yeah. Low ceiling. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever used them before, but they come in the sections of the, ba- the yeah, bins. Yeah. And then you, yeah. you click them all in. Now for monitoring, the sound is nearly the same all around. Yeah. Yes, yes. Phenomenal idea. Yeah. But like yeah, the height and thing. My mother has two has and the Yamaha's of them, the Yamaha version. But um, yeah, I, I, I only tried it one night ever, but it wasn't very suitable because well, it had the built-in, it has a built-in desk in it. Yeah. Um, but the problem with the built-in desk is it has your high, your mid, and your low that's is on the one dial, that, that, and that's fine. Maybe yeah. when I get here on the mic, that's no good for a stamp pedal like where you're no, depending on low, yeah. and it was just no good for it. So I didn't like it in that aspect. But I was thinking afterwards, I was like, God, would you have problems with feedback because of the little speakers? The speakers all, are so small, so they're, two inch. And they're all facing yeah. you. You know, I was saying, oh, they have to pick up the microphone, but I, I never I, had I, trouble. I just never went using that. I, I just gig, gigged the balls for about a year and a half. And it was low end, that's why I got rid of it, because it's just there's no bass response. On Things it. come out yeah. in music that are gone, these are the new thing now. Well, uh, guitars are gone, this yeah, is yeah. the new thing. This, this is the something new. that comes out. There was a thing that Line 6 brought out years ago, it was a, a very axe. Do you remember them? They were a MIDI guitar, they would just send an electronic signal that you could process rather than actual resonator in guitar. Yeah. Like. Just Tom Bader still selling I'm sure he's not selling any of them <laughs> yeah, but when they came out people were like oh that's the new thing no. the old guitar as uh, we know it'll change but funny enough creeps back in and these else. things these things are like the, like yes. you look at the Shure SM58 it hasn't changed since it was designed Defender Stratocaster hasn't Amazing, changed since it? it was designed you know your acoustic guitars are still being played at every gig you know uh, now I things know. come out and sound and they change but typically people go back to, a, to an 8 channel yeah. desk with two 12 or 15 inch speakers 
and, and they go do it. And I always did that. I did fucking maybe six different pedal boards for about six weeks, and then I just get rid of them. Get rid of them, plug in. Plug I just go ramp. back to my I, guitar, I, I, my vocal, and that's it. I, yeah. I was using. I I I, I was. For a while there, my pedal board now had six or seven pedals and it was, yeah. you know, mixing and matching. And I was like, do you know what? Plug back That's in. That's yeah. not... D- d- there's d- no d- need I, what I just have now is I have a volume pedal for the likes of a Proud Mary or something that I can do the dum dum little bit of juice dum, yeah. dum, dum, dum. you know what I mean just that you get that bit of volume there. oh that no I'm just back do you, you used to use the DS2 or, or uh, the, the turbo distortion didn't you the yellow I used one. to use that with the uh, Flake Render and you don't yeah. use it anymore no? not for the solo but it's a good job if you're working with a band yeah, yeah, yeah. it used to work yeah. with a band but yeah. not, not on a solo I think you're the only one I ever see using a distortion pedal on a guitar. guitar you so use it I use it yeah but you can I'll show you one after this Fender brought out one for an acoustic guitar oh, right, okay. yeah. a smaller yeah it's up there did, I, did yeah. I see you have an amp for sale on Facebook I, I tell you right we have so much gear at home it is Jesus we have to go right. for a look we'll go for a we'll go at 5 o'clock in the morning we'll set everything up there's nine desks at home what uh, nine desks nine desks uh, uh, Derek. but you see it's not see it's from okay I have my stuff Sure crystal more desks yeah, yeah. than a classroom nine <laughs> desks two sets of p5s two 12 inch yamaha tops two 15 inch yamaha tops two ev uh 12 inch tops which are which i would use sometimes uh two fbts um two fbt jollies 12 inch um uh there's two a or two 15 inch uh unpowered bass bins I don't know how many amps is there because a lot of stuff is unpowered that's at home. It's just getting older. Do you know what I can? Yeah. Um, like that Burns ramp you mentioned. Now, I have it with 20 years and it has the full MIDI board. It has everything. It actually sounds really, really well because it's a tube amp. Yeah. But I haven't used it. I've never, ever used it. I'm an acoustic player. I'm not, as I get older, I'm, I'm not... I can do a bit of lead and that kind of stuff. But because of what I'm doing, I don't get the chance. And I just don't ever see myself now going doing it and... I was like, you know, that I, I, we need to sell a bit of stuff. So there's a bit of gear going to be sold now over the next couple of months because yeah. we just Mike have to. Showed. Yeah, there's a lot of gear there. I know. <laughs> Do you I have a problem, Mike? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know. Is it I find it hard to you? sell anything. I just enjoy well, having it. Yeah. I do enjoy well, having well, it. I would be the same. I would. I would be the same as I love having the stuff, and it's mm. very hard to part with it. But um, I um, we j- there's just there's just uh, you know the way now there's a whatever about. The Dynacods I know now are unpowered and that kind of stuff, but there are certain speakers there at home now, or there's certain like the, the two 15 inch unpowered bass bins. Realistically, when will you? I yeah, ever, never, yeah. ever? I'm not going to go know. dragging an amp into a pub to be putting them on. Like, but the other you know, thing is, like, right, you'd sell no, them. everything's working. You'd sell them yeah. now, yeah, for what you'd get from them. They're probably better off at home, with you. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to take them out and leave the but. The Dynacard P5s yeah. at home. I know, I know. You yeah. love the P5s, and you, know, you always sure do. There. They they're are classic, though, aren't they? Power they're amp, yeah. Classic P. I I know, I mentioned it after, yeah, but I had the 16, the, the Power Mate 1600, the big animal of York, and I saw yeah. it, and it was like losing a child. <laughs> I'd say, I'm sorry, I have a problem. Yeah. That now when my Mark VS amp that I sold to Joe Collins during lockdown oh, yeah. I know he's he, still laughing I made a he slip up there he's delighted with it I know but yeah. he said oh I'll use it I love it and Joe will be cute here. and the thing is lads you know I'm fully dependent on music whether it's booking it or playing it it's my income and during lockdown I was looking around the room I had three bass rigs you know six basses Nothing in the fridge.
are, are we going? Yeah, it's extrahessence, really. Stuff. We ask everyone, Derek, about <laughs> oh, their kicking shit. experience, seeing as we're all. <laughs> oh, we said a lot of stuff there. We <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't get that late oh, in the general. Well, who got bagged, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> I've set up Patreon. I, I have my carries after all. <laughs> <laughs> he was bagged. He got bagged. He got bagged. I've, I've, I've set yeah. up Patreon. We'll keep that for the subscribers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If there's a little Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hidden, uh, but. The DVD bonus extras. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're all, we're, one thing that I ask everyone that comes on about the gigging is locally gig experience. Have you any standout memories of your best gig or your kind of favourite venue or something that stands out? As well as, have you anything that does your head in at gigs? Like we were talking last week about punters asking you for a song you don't know and when you tell them they don't do it they go ah go on you do you yeah. will yeah. Hum, it, hum it for you <laughs> and I know you have something nice to say about everyone ah, you, yeah. I know you're on that background do you, okay. do you know what I but give us the, the dirt do you know what I, do you know, do you know what I hate right? <gasps> I don't mind no, yeah, oh, yeah, this is a soundbite lads <laughs> here <laughs> we go one for Cockpio we've no we've no drum here so there's no there's no drum but do you know what I hate is when I don't mind if a bar owner comes up and says look we're going to have a big crowd in tonight is there any way you'd plan for an extra hour? If they say it to me beforehand, yeah. it's okay, right? I know then, right? But they got I should be doing two of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Look, yeah. they're making money, so I feel I should be making yeah, money, yeah. right? That's not being mean about it, but that's the way it is, right? Because, um, like you just said, it is our full-time job. And yeah. yeah, we like doing our job, but we have to get, we have to get paid. Less. But I don't mind doing that, right? If they tell me beforehand. But what I hate is, you know, on the last song, you've built it up, the crowd are flying, right? It's been a mighty night. Will you play on there for another hour or a half an hour? I'll After. pay ya. I don't. Oh, I don't even yeah. worry about the money there. But I, you know, you've given I, them the end of the show. Yeah. yeah. We all have our. Yeah. We all have the end of a show where we have our last. Yeah. Probably our last twenty minutes or a half an hour is our best part of our show. That's how right? you do it, yeah. yeah. That's and we're all the same day, right? And you've used all the. Not I'm saying look, we all have old reserves, like, but they're not going to be the same as what them ones were. No. I hate that. Yeah. And so what I do you do? It. What would you do? Well, I usually would turn around and say, "Look, fuck off." You would say that I can't, right? <laughs> Why not? Oh, I'd say too nice. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, the media training. That's the training you got going on. Anyway. I'd usually, I'd usually just explain to them what I just said to you there. Look, like, Jesus, I'm after playing there for the last two hours. If you'd said it to me an hour ago. It would have been okay, but like I've used all my good songs there now. I was like, yeah, I, can, I have loads of songs, but like they're not going to be the end of my show. It'll deaden it. Like, I, and usually what I'd say is, look, I'll do a bit of DJing there for a half an hour and I'll leave a play away. That's some that's, compromise. Yeah. That's fine because I can be taking away my guitar and picking down all the pedals and you can literally leave the bare, the bare minimum. Yeah. The bare minimum, you know, you could get the car pulled up to the door and just do those things. But I just hate that. I what if they said there's 500, 500 in it? Oh, my it's funny you should mention because I've been working on a new ending of the gig, you know, and it costs 500 euros. That and wasn't they, the ending. Yeah. And they've been so drunk they won't even remember the last half of those songs. Yeah, 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 brilliant. But I do yeah. hate that. I do, I just, it's. I don't mind playing for extra if they say it beforehand or even an hour in or something. Or half time they say, look, yeah, half time or something. Just that you know that you can be dragging it out a little bit or whatever. But like, 
Oh, not at the very end. I that really, yeah. really I get it. Are you getting really hot with that now more often? Because it, it's Christmas time there well, now is bad COVID, for that. then gigs are starting at nine and ten. Yeah, I found they've, so they've pulled them back a bit hour, earlier. Yeah. The half gig. ten to half twelve gig is getting rare. Like it is. It they're is. all half nines or tens. They're not. Yeah, and they want that yeah. extra bit. Then you see that's of course the problem. There's yeah. one in the Crane Lane and Cork starts at midnight and goes until two. Oh, yeah. We had to get back it in. We, yeah. we, it wasn't working at all. At yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in bed for half the following day. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's too no, late. That's, yeah, so we, 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 we do the nine o'clock on the Saturday now instead, but the Sunday night one is still whoever it does it now. I don't know, but it, it's, it starts at midnight. Like. Some young yeah. gang, I suppose. Yeah, pretty young. Really, yeah, young there's gang, plenty of young gang to be doing that. Yeah, yeah. the energy for it. Um, yeah. uh, do you ever get any ridiculous requests of punters, like, you know, like, you know, looking for songs that you did? Jamie Stanton was on last week. He was talking about a time he was in a U2 tribute band. And they'd be kind of 25 minutes into their U2 set of all U2 songs, dressed as U2, <laughs> with a banner saying Utopia, Ireland's number one U2 tribute band. And someone had come up looking for fucking Coronas. Like, and you, so, you'll be 40. You'll be 40, he said. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do that. Like, ah, go on, do it. Like, <laughs> well, when you say that now, right, what I used to do is if Colin was playing with me yeah. and somebody came up to me and said, oh, do you sing Guns N' Roses? I don't, but Colm does. I do that all the time. But then Voice of Ursa. Yeah, yeah. I uh, wonder why, where that came from. You but know, have you noticed that I now when you're, when you're singing Grace? Uh, and I will die. I will yeah. die. I will die. <laughs> kind of, it's a slow, sad ballad yeah, yeah. about a, a wedding like that was How doomed like, from the why start. Why is there a yeah, football yeah. chant in it? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> there shouldn't be. Yeah, oh, I goes into all <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking, I, I can't figure it out. Some nights yeah. I'll fuck, I'll say, fuck, you know, they've looked for it. They've asked for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll say, right, so. And I'll sing it and I'll really easy on the guitar. Yeah. Real fucking and lovely version. I'll turn it up real, put a lot of compression on the voice and really fucking hit the nerve with it or try to. And they're kind of like, oh, Jesus, that's fucking hell. Then they have to have to kind of, they've asked for it and they've gotten it, so they kind of have to sing it yeah. somewhere. But yes, that, that, yeah, yeah. I will die, they can't do it. I know, with that version. I don't mind seeing any of those comments. That even like, I don't sing Wagon Wheel no really anymore, right? But if somebody asks for what? it. What? Yeah, I don't sing for I Why don't not? Sing, no, ah, sure, look, it's just a bit played out, like, right? It is but, a little bit. But, yeah. but, like, but then if somebody comes up, look, and if they are singing and they're, they're with yeah, you, yeah. I'll get as much of a buzz out of that thing as I will with anything. You have a choice to make, so I could sing Come As You Are. And have no one sing it, but I could have stuck to my guns and taken some small victory from that. Or I could sing the songs that they like, or, and then they sing them back, and or, it's kind of cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or you could a third option: a happy medium between the two. Yeah, but is anyone happy though? You can't please everyone. You will never please everyone in any aspect of life. If you're trying to please everyone, you are going to fail. You're about in the high nineties to do. But if you do, if you do the the stuff that you're saying that everyone's singing along to. You can also do stuff that you like that gang will sing along to and you'll please maybe 80%. I know. I just never felt I had to play the stuff I liked in that space because yeah. sure I could listen to it at home or I can play it. Or but your, lads, set is like, right, you your set, there is stuff in your set that you like to win. There is, yeah, but like it was for banners and places like that, you know, you could yeah. play them. But like, I'd never cared. Like, I'd like to, I learned like Daniel O'Donnell songs, Pretty Little Girl from and stuff just for nights where, and just it was cool. Like, and it was yeah. like, it's a challenge too. Like, okay, I can play for this person or this person. I've heard you doing 50. <laughs> 
Uh, what's the, the one that Johnny Cash did? The, the 30 Shades of Green. Oh, 40, 40, 40 Shades of Green, yeah. yeah you I do, do a banging version of that. But do you enjoy like. doing that? I, I do, yeah. I think I that's a banging version. It's a great song, like. Do you know that yeah. song, Dylan? Oh, Jesus. Do I have Fucking rare. Just sing it now, yeah. Will we give it a belt? Yeah. Can I remember it? You can do a duet on it. That's a banger. Well, we'll set something up there. Right. Let's do it. I close my eyes and picture the emerald of the sea From the fishing boats of Dingle and to the shores of Dominique I miss the river I would play that stuff <laughs> all <laughs> day and night long. Yeah, really nice another one. Yeah, we'll do one more. Yeah, we will. And you can do one you like, like, no, Derek. No, no, I don't. I'll do it everyone. You love rock and roll. We do rock and roll. Don't rock. do it for me, but good. No, no, okay. no. We do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to dance, Derek. Yeah. Yeah. 
I won't even tell you what I'm doing, you're not. <laughs> Come on, let's twist again. That deal last summer. Come on, let's twist again. That deal last year. Do you remember when things were really buzzing? Come on, let's twist again. Twist the time is Slightly change the beat. Now he's a dancing <laughs> Fun ed- editing this. <laughs> I can see it all in. I can, it all. I can see why the diary is full. Like the diary is full. Like Derek, that's class. No, no very it's just class. Very, very Jeez, good. Jesus, must be joking. I tell you, I'm serious. We're not joking. He, I have been booking Derek for years, right? And I have sent him to 80th birthday parties, christenings, charity dues for Down Syndrome Ireland, yeah, the Cope Foundation. 
Mm-hmm. I've sent him to pubs full of punters on the north side of Cork City, the depths of West Cork, to literally hundreds of gigs. And I've never heard anything except that it was a belter of an event. <laughs> no, but well, that's that's not- Jesus. So that is, and that's dad's hand no. on my heart. That is gospel truth. I'm not lying. I've never gotten anything even remotely close to a complaint. And that's in every... And I've sent them to the, from Bottevin to Kilbrin to <laughs> Kekel. There has never, wow. ever... And that's, that says a lot. And it, uh, it yeah. doesn't matter what it genre you're know. doing. It doesn't matter if, it's, if yeah. it's rock and roll or, or heavy metal or what. That's some record. I don't know about that. You you might have it this weekend. (laughs) I have to say, (laughs) I wasn't that happy with him tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming down. Thanks for coming down. That's an hour and fifty minutes. Thanks, lads. Thanks. Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of It's All Music Podcast with Kerry, Henny, and Quirky. Produced by me, Dave Quirk. Executive produced by me, Dave Quirk. The music by me, Dave Quirk. Incidental music by me, Dave Quirk. Talent booking by Owen Hennessy. Tea making and venue setup, Mike Carey. Yep, we're doing all this ourselves. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for us? Email us at itsallmusicpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and leave a message. It too could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to It's All Music Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Dave Quirk production in association with ACAST. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the It's All Music podcast with Kerry, Henny, and Quirky. We're blown away by your support. The It's All Music podcast is a completely independent self-finance venture. If you enjoy what we're doing and you enjoy listening, you can support us by heading over to our Patreon page and subscribing for three euros a month. If you don't have three euros a month, don't stress. You can still listen to the podcast. And you can support us by sharing our content on your social media pages.